Welcome to Meta Moments, episode 33. 33. Um, Meta Moments is a snapshot of the PvP meta looking at both GAC and TW. Mostly GAC, though, to be honest. Um, we are now before we're in the defense setting phase um, of the third week of season 45, which is a 3v3 season. Interesting, uh, interesting day for me, or the last couple of days, actually, 24, 48 hours. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff that's sort of interesting, but I think I'm going to spend, well, not that much time, but a few minutes at the end talking about ships and Leia, because they're more interesting, I think, than many people realize, or there's more variables in there than they realize. So before, let's talk, before that, let's cover a few other things. Also, I don't think very many people have realized the squish is sort of, I don't want to say the squish is over, but the squish is stabilized around a thousand players. And it's been like that now for a few weeks. It's going still down a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, but it looks like it's going to stay around a thousand players. We'll see what happens over the next season, you know, because it adjusts every week, basically. Well. Not in the break between seasons. Anyway, um, definitely seems like the squish has tapered off. Very curious. Um, yeah. Uh, so then on to actual teams. You know, I'm a fan of Ray on offense myself because I don't like particularly using Starkiller versus the enemy Ray. And I think that in general, yeah, I mean, Ray's good on defense too. Anyway, I, I save my Ray for offense quite a bit. Um, I think he's also one of the more flexible GLs in the current meta. Uh, it can clean up Leia, can clean up C, or can kill C straight out. Um, even JMK, like quite a bit of, she's quite powerful. And I think Starkiller is still sort of a budget counter and many people with Riposte, Starkiller is not that super difficult to, to kill. To kill Leia, I mean. Ah, uh, Leia, what I'm doing. For Starkiller to kill Ray. Um, but my go-to counter for Ray, or my choice for Ray teams, was Ray-Ben and Hermit Yoda. It's very easy, 54 to 56 usually. Um, but now I use... There's no uh, Lord Vader team out there that cannot be killed by JML, JKL, and Hermit Yoda with the Jedi damage reduction level 6 from set 10. So that's where my Hermit Yoda is going. I know there's other characters that fit in there too, but I personally like Hermit Yoda, the way I have my turn set up, cleanse comes up at the right time, the second master's training, alt, etc. Just like, it works very well for me, and it's a very easy fight. Um, Defense doesn't really matter, like I've gone up against 280-some defense. Same data crown on my side. No problem, still had a minute left. So what do I use instead on the Ray team? I use Shorty, 5-0 RT. Uh, this is a fantastic fit. I think stats are like 100% success. There's not a whole bunch of results, but I've, I've used it as well. And pretty straightforward. Um, makes the fight easy enough. I think you'll lose Shorty probably a bit more than you will um, 
Hermit Yoda, but it depends on where you put the uh, lifeblood as well. But I, I like that setup. I think it works quite well, especially if like defense stacking. That can be good to keep Shorty alive because, you know, your Ben is not going to die anyway. Um, yeah, I like that comp. Works pretty well. Another comp, uh, Chirpa, Nisa, and Paplu. Fantastic comp. From week one and week two, there's not a lot of teams that fought against it. The one that has the most success is Admiral Radis. He has like 100, well, not 100, but very, I mean, in real fights, it's effectively 100% success. You know, there's some low-geared ones where Admiral Radis didn't, didn't win. But I've seen a number of these, and there's a number where Admiral Radis is very close to dying. So I think as the teams get a little, as the Ewok teams get a little bit better geared, and people don't have, uh, you know, Relic 3, Chirpa, and Papaloos, and they put, you know, Relic 8 maybe on their Nisas, this is not going to be 100%. We'll see. I don't think so. I mean, I think it's going to improve. It, Admiral Raj is still going to be a fantastic counter, but I think it can get, um, it's not going to be 100%. It's going to be maybe 80 or 90. Once, and once, you know, you gear your Ewoks not for health also, because they get, they take a lot of damage from the exposes that they trigger from Nisa's massive assist. Um, another really amazing character, even in threes, I was expecting it only in fives, but Wedge with his level nine. My goodness, he is like the GL killer. Clean up, clean up, clean up, clean up um, of choice. Uh, Lord Vader, Ray, Jabba like crazy. Even against Leia, that one seems a little bit sketch. Not against Ray Ben, just Ray Solo. Um, but yeah, awesome. He does tons of damage even in threes. I cannot wait to see how he works in fives. And he, um, big surprise to nobody, is featured in TW. So, fantastic team to use in TW with the massive amount of damage that he does. And obviously, Leia's team, depending on your. Oh, Leia. Um, Mon Mothma's team, depending on the overall relic levels and stuff, can take quite a few hits too, with all the defense and health, etc. In set 11, that is one powerful uh, data run. Quite impressive. Sort of like the, the Phoenix in a way. Not quite as good, but more durable, I think, than the Phoenix. Uh, another little funny Fatal Put Out video with uh, Gar and. Imperial Super Commando, countering gas, yeah. I don't know, there's not that many. I think it depends on what what rank you're playing at in, um, in GAC, but most gases have potency two pieces on them these days. Or, I don't know, at least the ones that I'm facing. To count, but that's, I mean, just to counteract CLS that's, that's been around for ages. Um, but if, if you find a gas without any potency on it, and you have monitors for a ton of potency, that's a nice little cheap fight. Great in TW as well. Um, so, let's talk. Well, this is going far longer than I thought it would. But I want to talk a little bit about ships and Leia. Let's first do ships. Ships is far more interesting than people realize. If you have Leviathan. I'm talking primarily about Leviathan. So, like the predominant team you see on defense or maybe in your fleet arena. Again, this is so particular to your fleet arena. I'm in one of the horrible ones. So literally everybody in the top 50 has Leviathan, or probably in the top 80 or something like that. That's, that's all I fight every single climb. I use Chimera. 
Um, and you know, negotiator when you want to test and stuff like that. So negotiator with Marauder, and if you know the right comp and your ships are the right speed, <laughs> Arnold made a, a funny video realizing that he didn't pay attention to his speeds, poor guy. Um, like, but if you know the counter and how it works, you will have pretty good success rate. Still some RNG, still depends a bit on the reinforcements, depends a bit on the critical hits they do against you, but decent success. I would say like 50% to 70%, depending on, um, no, probably like 70% to 80%, 80% when you're using it yourself and you have everything set up properly. Um, and that's against any lineup. The, the lineup with the dagger starting is actually a bit better, I think, for not for Sith Fighter starting, but dagger starting is a bit better for a negotiator, stats-wise at least. Even though stats are hard in, in Insight because it doesn't show uh, relic levels or speeds of ships, um, like you can tell a little bit more with, uh, with character fights. Um, but what's interesting is if you have dagger starting versus chimera, horrible success rate. The chimera success rate with Sith fighter starting, regardless of the other two, even if it's phantom and mark six, you know, um, the other two could be anything or the other four or whatever. And you have like an 80% success rate. It's a very good, very good fighting or very good fight. Um, usually you'll win. But if you have dagger starting instead of Sith fighter, the Chimera success rate goes down to like 50, 52%, 54%, something like that. Like, terrible. It definitely does not work quite as well. This is not the video or the podcast where I talk about why. I mean, even the three-man profundity has the same success rate versus the dagger starting as the, um, as the Chimera fight does. Very, very interesting. Obviously, negotiates negotiators better in that particular lineup. Um... So really, there's a lot more going on in fleet than I think most people realize. Because if people are expecting to use Chimera against your fleet and you put in Dagger starting, I mean, if somebody else has the Fighter starting and they kept Leviathan for Leviathan for offense, they're going to beat your fleet 90-something percent of the time. Uh, but then their Leviathan is not on defense, so you're going to roll over pretty much anything with what you kept if you were expecting Leviathan. Fascinating. The, the fleet meta is, is very, very interesting these days. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about Leia. Summarize to say the SLKR, Malikos, um, KRU counter versus Leia, whatever. You don't need to be faster, although certainly it helps. Your SLKR doesn't need to be faster, although it helps. Um, you absolutely want the crit immunity or crit to lower the crit chance, whatever. Um, Omicron and the, um, when they get to 1% health, they regain 100% health and protection. Um, Omicron, those are the ones that make it very, very reliable. Even more reliable, if you want like 97% success rate or something like that, you want 200-ish defense if you're facing a full team of R9s with a good Datacron and a you know, highly offense-modded Drogon and you want the level six where you have defense stacking on buff and debuff, then I would say like it's a 95% plus success rate. Anytime you like lose some of those factors, you're gonna get down to 80, 75, 70, 65. Um, 
and you can outright lose if you don't have the, I think it's Echo, the Echo Omicron, that is sort of the savior mechanic. If you don't have that and you don't have a lot of defense, Drogon could just straight blow up your Malakos. By the way, don't have Malakos level nine. Do not take Malakos level nine into that fight. It is not super beneficial like, because they can target him and, and kill him right off. So don't do that. Um, yeah, so that's all I've got for today. Aiden, or the troopers, Aiden with uh, the 400% defense level six. My goodness, I've seen some nasty stuff. That's an amazing level six. And that's really all I've got for today. So good luck with your second match. I hope it goes well. And I'll talk to you guys in two more days before the third match. Cheers.